Companionship is what makes every journey enjoyable. Today, we continue our journey with Jesus. Join Scott Pauley as we make brief stops in the Gospel according to Mark. We trust you will enjoy the journey. Do you have a favorite preacher, someone that you truly enjoy listening to? I'm afraid sometimes we place so much emphasis on the personality of the preacher or even the preacher's style, and we forget that the great thing about any messenger is the message. Is he preaching the truth? Well, today I want to introduce you to my favorite preacher. Now, I have many that I enjoy listening to, but my favorite preacher is the Lord Jesus, and I get to hear him preach. Yes, I do. I don't hear him audibly, but I hear him on the pages of Holy Scripture. In Mark chapter 1, as we make our journey with Jesus, we come now to the beginning of the preaching ministry of Jesus Christ. There's a beautiful divine order here in Mark chapter 1. We, we move from His own personal obedience at the baptism uh, to His victory in temptation, now to His preaching ministry. Can I say to you that a man is not ready to preach until he is living a life of obedience? And he is not prepared to help others until he has himself learned the victory that comes through the power of God. And so the preacher is preaching out of his overflow, the overflow of what God is doing in him. We read in Mark chapter 1, verse 14, Now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye, and believe the gospel. Now, you'll notice that Jesus began His preaching ministry after John was put in prison. You know, God has His preachers in every generation. We read the history books and biography about great preachers of bygone eras, and we quote them and we talk about them. But the reality is they were just men. Oh, they were men of God, but they were just men, yielded to God in their generation, used of God at that time period. But friend, they're dead and gone. They, like David, served their own generation by the will of God, and they've passed on. Uh, they're... they're gone to be with the Lord now. It's our turn. And in our generation, we need preachers who will take their place and preach the truth. Every generation needs the Word of God. So we learn some things. First of all, we learn what His message is. His message is the gospel. It says it twice. In verse number 14, He's preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. It says in verse number 15, we're to believe the gospel. So just like Mark began, Mark chapter 1, verse 1, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Lord Jesus picks up the same message. What is it? It's the good news. And notice the gospel is the gospel of the kingdom of God. This is beautiful. How was the kingdom of God being presented to them? Oh, in the person of the king. The king himself was there. The king was actually doing the preaching. He was presenting himself. The kingdom of God is a term that's used in Scripture for the rule of God, His eternal rule and reign. In one place, Jesus will say that the kingdom of God is within you. The Apostle Paul will say that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Friend, in every generation, people need one thing. They need to know the King. They need the King to rule and reign in their hearts. That's the gospel. It is the gospel of the kingdom of God. And how do we enter into the kingdom of God? It's very simple. The Bible says in verse 15, Repent ye 
and believe the gospel. This corresponds to the message in the book of Acts, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Repentance and faith are always connected. They're inextricably linked. Someone said they're flip sides of the same coin. Uh, that repentance toward God is connected toward faith to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And faith in the Lord Jesus Christ is connected to repentance toward God. What does it mean? It simply means that we look away from ourself and our sin to Jesus Christ. We look to God who is the only means of salvation, the only Savior, and we believe the gospel. And when we do, we become subjects of the King. We enter into the kingdom of God and the kingdom of God enters into us. So Mark 1 verse 14 and 15 tells us what his sermon is. And then beginning in verse 16, we have the invitation. Listen to these words. Now, as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And Jesus said to them, Come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. And straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. And it doesn't end. There's a second wave. Verse 19, when he had gone a little further thence, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who also were in the ship, mending their nets. And straightway he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the ship with the hired servants and went after him. And they went into Capernaum, and straightway on the Sabbath day he entered into the synagogue and taught. So not only is he preaching the truth, he's inviting people to follow him. Truth must be responded to. There must be some application of truth. This is the record in Mark's gospel account of the first disciples called of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't you love the beauty and the simplicity with which he does it? Just come after me. Would you just come after me? That's really what following the Lord is all about. It's just coming after the Lord Jesus. And you keep on coming and keep on coming. And he says, if you'll come after me, I will make you. Don't you love that? He doesn't say you'll do something. He says, I'll change you. I'll make you what I want you to be. I will make you to become fishers of men. I will give you something greater than what you're giving your life to now. This is the great invitation to become a true follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, to forsake all others and follow Him alone. And if you'll do that, let Simon Peter tell you. Let Andrew testify. Let James and John give you their word. Oh, they never once regretted that they became a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because this is what it's all about. It's about coming after Christ. So the Lord Jesus preaches. He invites people to follow Him. And then we have this amazing verse, verse 22. And they were astonished at His doctrine. For He taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. Now, this is something that is very peculiar to Mark's gospel record. Repeatedly in this gospel record, Mark talks about the astonishment that Jesus brought to people. Now, they were astonished here at His doctrine. Uh, verse number 27, they will all be amazed. Uh, in another place, uh, the disciples will fear exceedingly and say one to another, what manner of man is this? Uh, in chapter 6, they were sore amazed in themselves beyond measure and wondered. In chapter 10, the disciples were astonished at His words. Uh, what is He emphasizing here? The fact that when the Lord Jesus speaks, He takes your breath away. Uh, when God begins to move and work and do it His way, Friend, there's nothing like it. And what were they astonished at? At His doctrine. I've heard this for years and just recently as I was meditating on this and reading, this, this opened up to me. What about His doctrine was astonishing? Was it what He said? Read on. 
He taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. It was not simply that he gave information or facts. He was giving them the truth, a truth that was already given in the Old Testament Scriptures, but now he speaks as one that has authority. What gives a man authority? He has seen something himself. He has experienced something himself. You see, the scribes, they were talking out of the books. They were always referring to someone else as the authority. Read some of those old writings. It's some of the driest stuff on earth. Why? They had no authority themselves, but Christ had authority. And His authority came from the very throne room of heaven. He had seen something. He had been there. He spoke out of His own personal experience and who He was. Can I challenge you today to become that kind of a witness? To preach the gospel? You may not be a preacher, but you can preach the gospel. And invite others to come to the Lord Jesus Christ and do so with authority, friend. Do so out of your own experience of the wonderful grace of Jesus Christ. Thank you for traveling with us through God's Word. We would love to hear from you and share additional resources for enjoying the journey. Visit us online at scottpauley.org. May God bless you as you walk with Christ today.